Welcome to Oversharing with the Overbees. I'm Joe. And I'm Matt. And each week you can tune in to hear us respond to your voicemails, go in depth on our lives as content creators, and hopefully leave you feeling even better than we found you. With that being said, let's get to Oversharing. Did you know that if you drive south from Detroit, you'll hit Canada? I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I've never thought about it. Windsor, Canada. I think it's Ontario. Yeah. Wow. I've never been to Canada. Uh, I, I haven't either. I was supposed to go for work a bunch of times. And then you didn't? COVID. Uh, it, well, it was pre. COVID? It was pre-COVID. Okay. I just was throwing a guess in there. No, that was my know. consulting days. Oh, okay. That's when you were a beer boy. Beer boy. <laughs> Yeah. Back when, what you were a beer boy. Well, I don't mean. I guess I should clarify uh-huh. because he wasn't a beer boy. Like he drank a bunch of beer. He was a beer boy. Like he worked with beer. I worked. I consulted for beer companies. Like yeah. I had really had nothing directly to do with beer. Well, I guess the beer itself. Yeah. I wasn't like a distributor but... or. You no, know. but you were working on the things that make the beer, don't you? Yeah. No utilities for beer. I feel like that is a yeah. very important part of it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's I why they call us beer boys. A, a beer boy. Yeah. yeah. Beer boy. Not not engineering consultant. No. Beer boy. Beer boy. Beer. And I had a team of beer boys. Yeah. Beer Much boy sen- E. Beer, beer men, really. No. They were some senior members. No. No? I don't care how old you are. Beer boy. Median age in that office was 55 when I started. So Yeah. A lot Your of older beer boys. was in his 80s, wasn't he? No, I don't think he was that that old. Oh, I, so I think he it was seventies. Okay, I for some reason in my head he has been in his eighties the entire time. No, that's really. I think that's really. Old. I know it is. That's... I don't think he was quite there yet. Okay, he was an old guy. He had a difficult to understand accent as well. But you didn't good struggle boss, with it. No, I got a lot of practice. It's made yeah. me good at understanding. Yeah. People with. I have a really really hard time understanding accents, and it's hands down one of the most embarrassing things about me. It makes you really good with a toddler, too. I hate it. Not you, because, but me, if, no. if you can understand broken English. I can't English. understand our toddler at all. Yeah. I can't understand other people. And here's the thing. Anybody that's speaking to me with an accent in English, mm-hmm. it means they speak multiple languages, which immediately they are better than me. Yeah. yeah in every way. English is a second or third or fifth Fourth or sixth or hundredth language. hundredth language. Yeah. And I'm over here like, sorry, I only speak English and I can't understand what you're saying. I can only understand perfect English. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm dumb. <laughs> oh, I, I've i gotten better. I've yeah. really practiced uh-huh. and I've gotten better, but man, do I ever hate it. Like I said, it's a skill with the toddler. Yeah, it is. Because it turns out she hasn't mastered English yet either. No. <laughs> Our baby's yeah. really making some noises Our guy's over really. There. We uh, usually film with him nearby in a bouncer, and so he's he may make occasional normally appearances. Normally he sleeps while we record, but not today. Nah, he's he's wide awake. Yeah, today he's he's kind of hitting that stretch though, where he's maybe not going to sleep twenty two hours a day. Yeah, we gotta we gotta start getting on the nap schedule. We're working on his nursery. Yeah, I started working on that last night, so that's exciting. Fun. Uh, this week I'm still sick. Yeah, you may hear it. Yeah, I am still sick after however many days that it has been. I know so a lot of people like, stinks. did she take up smoking or no? That's yeah. just, that she's just sick. Yeah. So there's that. We continued on our landscaping saga. Which I don't think is helping your sinus issues. No, but that's okay. I really want to finish getting all the mulch down. That's, that's good because we have a mountain of mulch in our front yard. Yeah, it's killing me that we haven't been out there getting it down. So we... Uh, continued landscaping so many more 
flower beds than I think I comprehended when we moved into this house. Cause uh, you know, we were fortunate enough to live in single family homes prior to this, uh-huh. but they had little flower beds. Yeah. Like one in the front and maybe one but in the back. But to me, those were pretty big cause I was used to apartment living prior to that, you know? And so when we bought this house, I was like, oh, it can't be. It's like what, double what we used to have? <laughs> no. I was going to ask what you, what the biggest adjustment to getting to three acres has been for you. Definitely the amount of yard work. Yeah. Like the the sheer amount of flower beds. But here's part of it. I don't think it would be that much of because I grew up. My parents' house mm-hmm. has a lot of garden bed. Sure. It has substantially less than when I was a child because mm-hmm. it used to have the whole back like perimeter of it landscaped too and they've taken that out and now it's just grass because my dad was like it's too much to handle on my own but so I understand like caring for a lot of garden bed Mm -hmm. I don't think I understood establishing that much garden bed sure that's been the most overwhelming is the volume of yard no that's fine that doesn't throw me okay no I don't want to mow it Sure. But I knew that going into it. Like I prepared for that. I prepared going in that I wanted to care for all the flower beds myself. Mm, And I still do. Yeah. I just want to get us to a maintenance point, not a design and, Mm -hmm. you know, installing part. Yeah. Because there's a difference between getting new plants and adding some things and spending three or four weekends in the spring doing it versus installing it and spending or reclaiming it yeah there's a lot of reclaiming happening yeah that too i guess if it was from we're having to combat a lot of growth yeah it's just it's a whole lot yeah anyway it's mother's day this weekend yes it is you have anything big planned huge yeah huge it's gonna blow you away i can't wait yeah jc's coming to town which you planned yep that's it surprise okay no (laughs) Yep, that sounds about right. Uh, we had our anniversary. We did. That was this week. We went out to dinner. Realized yeah. I haven't been out to dinner in a while. Yeah. Especially to like a nice restaurant. Yeah, Matt got us a sitter and took us for a nice dinner. It was and fun. Then, yeah, I sat down in the restaurant. I was like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. Well, you this feels weird. Just like I said, I hadn't been in a nice restaurant in a minute. Oh. You've gone with friends a yeah. lot more than like I've gone I out. I go out to eat a lot more than Matt does. Matt doesn't mm-hmm. like to go out to eat. That's a... Fun fact. Yeah. You, like if we're just, traveling just like, okay, yeah. or something, mm-hmm. that's different, but... Yeah. Because there's really not a lot of options. Right. But, I, you know, I have control issues. It's fine. So I like to be <laughs> in control of my meeting. Do you think that's what it stems from? Because I didn't think that. Uh, not, I don't know, maybe not on its face. I always... But I always, you know, I don't like the unknown. And so anytime you oh, go to like a... Okay, all I think there's a degree of like a new space that I don't I don't know well. We've lived together for six years. This whole time, I thought it was to save money. I thought it bothered you spending the money. No, not not on its own. Okay, like uh, again, there are times where it's like I can make a really good meal for ten dollars, so I don't need to spend fifty dollars for someone to make me a similar meal. Right. But a lot of times, it's just like the anxiety of going to a new place. Oh, okay. Which I have all the time. That's really good to know. That really flips my perspective mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. That's why it's okay to go to local Lime every time, isn't it? Yeah, because we, yeah, we, we you know, know it. That. We know You've it well. Been there. Yeah. We walked into our anniversary dinner and Matt was like, yeah. I don't think I've been anywhere but local Lime for the last like 18 months. It's not, and it wasn't exactly true. Like I could think back and we've been to a handful of other places or like with other people, but 
Yeah, if it's just if it's gonna be me in charge, I really like to know the environment I'm walking into. <laughs> Well, I'm glad I didn't pick somewhere new for your birthday last year. Oh, no, that's year. fine. Like, uh, you'd have been in charge. I would have followed your lead. I know you would have, yeah. but I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, just, and sometimes, like, especially if I'm really on my keto game, which I haven't been for the last little bit, like, I'm, I want to know what's on the menu. I want to know what I'm going to get is good. Or if I'm going to get it, I'm going to go, wow, what a regret. So I think that that's a really popular thing I've noted through viral content that people look up the menus and like pick out what they're going to eat before they go to the restaurant. Oh, I don't do that. All kinds of people do. Apparently that's very popular. That requires a level of foresight that I'm just not. I don't either. Yeah. I show up and I'm like, okay. Surprise me. Yeah. I'll eat anything though. That yeah, is you're, something you're about, about me. That. Somebody else could order my food. I'll eat mm-hmm. it. I'm not yeah. really a uh, picky girly. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have those same anxieties. Yeah, you and our toddler have that in common. Yeah. We're like just put in front of us. <laughs> yeah, she's she's along for the ride, which is great. I uh I don't I honestly I don't even really care to pick out what I'm eating. Yeah. I'd like somebody to just provide it. I'll eat it. It's mildly freaking like out it. with her though, because right. she's really wanting to make eggs all the time now. Partially because it's something we do together now. Yeah. She likes the activity, but I'm like don't be your dad. Don't eat eggs twice a day every day. Well, just <laughs> teach her a different item to cook. Yeah. Like, That's what I've been trying to do. I'm okay. trying to work other things in there. Like, hey, do we want to make toast? Do we want to do something else? Right. But sometimes she's like, eggs, eggs. And I was like, but we did eggs for breakfast and now it's dinner. And like, maybe don't just eat eggs every meal. But they're good. Yeah. But you could try like sausage. Like you could try other things in the mm-hmm. pan. Sure. Oh, yeah. No, no, again, I'm trying to work other things in there. But sometimes she just really wants it to be eggs. Okay. I think that's because, like her dad, she knows the eggs. Yes. She doesn't know there are other options. Again, I'm, And that's where yeah. you're going to have to really get out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because for you, there aren't really options I'm, beyond eggs. I'm, I'm working on it. But I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Which is mildly me projecting my issues onto her. Uh-huh. But you do a lot of that. I try not to. Matt, whenever... I'm working hard on it. She didn't like avocado... Like, never tried avocado with her again. Because he's like, yeah, that makes sense. Avocado sucks. Avocado's lame. <laughs> and she doesn't not like avocado. She'll eat Does it she on not? toast. Yeah, she'll eat oh, okay. it all kinds of ways, as long as it's seasoned. Okay. Like, she doesn't like plain mashed avocado, but, like, valid. Yeah. I don't either. I don't like it seasoned either. It's a texture play for me, and it's not great. Yeah, but you're teaching our kid te- texture plays. I work really hard on not doing that. You know that. <laughs> They're going to make me feel bad. Oh, don't feel bad. No. You're doing a great job. Yeah. I like watching you guys cook together. But I do have to wildly fight my own instincts. Yeah. To... It's hard. Yeah. I get it. It's hard. I'm I'm touching things I don't want to touch. Textures I don't like. Dealing with that. Again, trying not to project my, my need for clean hands on her because she already has a little bit of that. Oh, like She bad. likes to have clean hands. Bad. Yeah. And so my instincts are like, yes, clean those hands. And it's like, well, maybe we just teach her you don't have to like keep them clean all the time because it's mildly debilitating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a balance because it's also good to keep them clean. Yes, keep them clean, but maybe not like several times a meal. Yeah. Like if we're grabbing jellied toast. She waited till she was done with her jelly toast yesterday to have me clean them off. Which is really good. And I I tried to work that because... At first, she was like, I grabbed a piece of jelly toast. Please clean my hands. And then I was like, well, let's keep eating the toast because we're not done. you know what I want to talk about? What? The impeccable utility kitchen scissors provide. Oh, kitchen scissors when you have kids? Like yeah. so few people are utilizing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, your kitchen shears, when you have kids especially, are clutch. I used them to cut up toast yesterday. Mm-hmm. Dope. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Just and it feels way safer than having a kid around a knife. A knife. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Okay, anyway. Your sisters taught us that. Yeah, they did. Let's hop into main topic for today. Yeah. We're going to kind of continue the house conversation. And I cannot believe how long we've been talking about this already. And we're not even to like things we would do different. We're not, yeah. we're not even like no. through. Uh, we're going to hit two major things today discussing wise that I feel like you guys really want insight on. The first being, where do you spend your money? Mm-hmm. How did you prioritize a uh, budget? So how did we prioritize where we were going to invest our money within the home uh, and what was right for us. And then the second is how, when we were getting ready to start this project, did we blend our styles without one of us losing out or feeling <laughs> like the other person was getting yeah. everything they wanted? Well, we just have the exact same style, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to live in a concrete box with no art or windows. Yeah, again, a modern art gallery with nothing on the walls. Yeah is my ideal vision it yeah. should echo in there so we'll get to that but let's start with choosing where to spend where to spend this is a it depends on so many things mm-hmm. but i kind of wrote out the things that we prioritize when choosing where we were going to focus our budget and the first thing that we take took into consideration so this is our second the renovation is the second home that we have put money into like we built a house and then we renovated this house Mm -hmm. and the biggest difference between the home that we built and this home that we renovated in terms of where we chose to spend our money is how long we were intending to stay Mm -hmm. at the home yeah uh because the last house even though we intended to be there longer than we were we still knew it was kind of an intermediate and we knew that we wanted to really take into consideration resale value yeah, we didn't want to make a bunch of decisions that would cost a lot and return very little. Mm-hmm. So we were making very conscious decisions with that in terms of colors and choices on uh, fixtures and appliances and stuff like that. It's just, okay, we don't want to go so overboard here that they'll never return the value we put in. And I want to be clear as we talk about that, that I feel like there is a balance there because I think that you still need to make the home your own. And I don't think that people should only think about resale value as they do things, especially Mm -hmm. if you're planning to stay in a home for eight, 10 plus years, uh, make it into what you want. It's your space. But we knew we were going to be there. What? Five years maximum. Well, we, we plan on starting or trying to start our family really soon. And you wanted several kids at the time. And it was like, okay, we only have two other bedrooms. We're going to, one's going to become a nursery. One will be a guest room. And then if we want to keep a guest room or an office or whatever, we'll have to start thinking about that expansion probably five years down the road, I think is kind of where we pencil. And our family doesn't live locally. And so, well, especially at the time they didn't. Now they kind of do. But Mm -hmm. uh, we had to consider that guest room really heavily. Yeah. And that's something I've learned as I've talked to other people that is something some people need and others don't depending on how often you're getting visitors and things like that. And so we'd have visitors often and we would like to have them for multiple days and stuff like that. It was not a, Hey, just come crash on the couch kind of thing. And that's Mm -hmm. totally dependent on who, who comes to see you and how often and 
what their expectations are. Yeah. Um, and then from there, Matt and I kind of made a list of what was most important to us. Mm -hmm. So uh, what rooms and spaces do we spend the most time in? Where is it a value add to like for us, we spend a ton of time outside. Yeah. And so the back patio, even though it was a big cost, was important to us to add. Whereas adding a powder bath somewhere within this home, Mm -hmm. I really wanted one. Yeah. But in terms of our day-to-day lives, the back patio provided more utility to us personally. And we made choices with that, that there was a cheaper way to do the back patio, like the roof over the patio. And we went with the more expensive option because one, it would fit the the flow of the house better. And two, because we're going to be here a long time. And it was one of those things where it was going to take modifying the roof and some stuff like that, where doing it again at a later date was going to be really a pain. They'd have to be, you'd have to be closing off parts of your home. And it was like, let's just do it now, even though we're going to bite the bullet, so to speak. And that kind of gets into what I wrote as the other things we really took into consideration, which is what can be done easily now, but not later Mm -hmm. versus what can be done easily later, but not now. Yes. Yeah. Because there are choices you can make where it's like, yeah, we could do that later and it would not be the end of the world. We could change the hardware on the appliances. We could change the appliances themselves. We could add on, even adding on to a building or something like that can be done without crazy impact sometimes. Whereas modifying the structure you're going to be living in is if you can get it done right away, you're going to appreciate that down the road. Yeah, I completely agree. So we really, we took all that into consideration Yeah, and it's hard though. Mm-hmm. I really, everybody we've talked to about hitting a renovation, I recommend going in. If your max budget is $100,000, not getting a quote over $70,000. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely at least 20%. Yeah. I, I'd say more because I just think yeah. you, you have a tendency to go over. Yeah. Things go wrong. Things cost more than you thought. Surprises pop up. Always. Or like with the patio, things came up where it was like, we should do it the right way. Yep. And we should do this for the long term. And it's going to cost us money we didn't expect to spend. Right. And that's really the biggest thing that I learned. Yeah. Like if you're going to do a really big renovation, you have to have a lot of reserves in the tank for if and what goes wrong or if or what you want to add. And patience. Yes. (laughs) Because it will go over in time as well. Yeah. At least in the current climate. Yeah. And especially when we were doing things when supply chain was a little, a little, a bit of and an issue. And it's still messed up. It's still messed not up. not quite like it was. It was chaotic. Well, because there was supply chain issues and then that's when everything froze. And so it turns out a lot of like resin and plastics uh, that were being done in Texas, a lot of their tanks exploded because it froze and that was a whole thing. And so glues and adhesives and paints and all kinds of people that rely on resin uh we're like oh yeah we don't we don't have any sorry also i think a common question just speaking about where we're spending and things uh a common question that we got is like how do you know how much a project like this costs and that goes back to interviewing contractors yeah Mm -hmm. and speaking to experts in the space because it really depends on all the time people ask me how much we spent on this renovation (laughs) and uh 
it's such a hard like they're they're asking for reference yeah. for what they're gonna do but it depends on where you live and the season and just so many factors well not only does it depend on that where you live how much materials cost where you live how much contractors charge per hour where you live a lot of regulations go into how things are built that will change the materials that are required but also the material finishes that you pick are, are a huge difference. Flooring could be $5 a square foot. It could be $45 a square foot. And when you're talking 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 square feet of material, that's a huge swing. Yeah. And, it just, it's, and that's where you have to also make a choice on what's important to you, what's worth it to you. How long are you going to be there? How long is it going to hold up? How many? Th- if you're going to have to replace it often, if you're going to have to replace I'm it gonna never. I'm going to give an example because for us, mm-hmm. we chose ethically produced tile everywhere. Yeah. Ethically made materials. Yeah. Are mm-hmm. expensive. They're really expensive. Yeah. Uh, because most materials that we're used to purchasing this day and age are mass made in a way that is not. Less than sustainable. Yeah, not necessarily sustainable. And uh, people have gotten used to those prices. Yeah. Uh, and we did some of that. Like we, mm-hmm. we picked some items in our home that are mass produced. Yeah, that no, way. I mean, a lot of things, you know, I don't know if there's like sustainable drywall. I don't know if drywall probably is sustainable in some fashion. I don't know anything about yeah. that. Anyway, but there's all kinds that. of things that that's just the materials that they build out of. Right, 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 right. Are what they are. Yeah. Um, but for a lot of our home, we did an ethically handmade tile, Mm -hmm. big price difference. It may not be something that is that important to you, or it can't be important to you because you need a tile that's $5 a square foot instead of $18. And the performance isn't going to be something that's different. Right. It's just going to be how it was made. So yeah, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's Mm -hmm. hard to talk about, uh, that stuff and it apply to well, it's just hard to compare it right because every project's different everyone's budget is different everyone's demands are different yeah and that's where you have to assess all those things for yourself and find an expert to yes. talk to preferably multiple experts yeah preferably interview lots of people because you want to talk with as many people in the space as you can and not get your answers from a single mm-hmm. entity yeah. in my opinion but on to the next, how we blended our styles to create a home together. And I feel like we're still working on this because I feel like we haven't even really gotten to the furniture stage of our home in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. Again, the the nice part is our styles can complement each other for the most part. No? I low-key disagree. Okay. I, Tell I, me more. Well, something that I've learned is our homes never feel finished to me. In mm-hmm. any of the homes we've ever lived in, it's never felt finished to me because there's never anything on our walls. Uh, we never do any actual decorating. And Matt doesn't work toward resolving that because to him it's done. It's clean. And clear. I think that's the difference is I never feel settled into our homes because like I'm looking around our bedroom. There's not a single thing on the wall in our bedroom. Hey, there's a piece of art leaning that's on the wall there. That's not on the wall. You want me to hang that? No. Okay, I didn't think so. I don't so. want it there. I was going to say, I didn't think that was its home, but... Uh, it's just there for now. I can now. suspend it if you want. It's just there for now. We no, have the technology. To try and help me not feel <laughs> so barren in our room that has absolutely nothing in it. Yes. Again, and you also want to change some of the furniture in here, so... Just the bed. Yeah. That's it. 
Yeah, but that affects what we hang over the bed or on that wall or... Okay. No? We have a lot of walls in here that... Anyway... Uh, I love a good clean wall. Yeah, like we don't have anything on our walls throughout the entire house. There are pictures in the entryway and uh-huh. that's it. Yeah. And uh, so that's where I would disagree. I, I think you're like, oh, our styles are working perfectly together. My style is nothing. <laughs> And your style is rugs. And your style is, you got to pick the rugs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's rugs in here. This place is jam-packed with rugs. <laughs> oh, I, so I don't know about that, but that, that yeah. has been, we've, we've found our way through. Matt's not anti-me putting things on the wall. No. But no. Matt doesn't like me to like try things and then, you know, fill holes and stuff. He wants me to get it right the first time. Uh, yeah, I just don't like to rotate through a lot of, I, I hate redoing things often yeah i don't like that at all whereas i have to put something up and like look at it for a couple weeks and then be like oh no actually i don't like that and then i'll switch it that process and matt can't every two weeks we're changing the entire it's like we We have never done that but you want to right but i've never done it because of you yeah because i throw a fit about it Uh (laughs) uh-huh he's never even experienced it but he knows it's gonna be awful yep oh yeah (laughs) it's definitely going to be awful the things that we've done to try and create a home together in order to blend our styles Mm -hmm. number one pinterest test yeah yeah that was huge whenever we first started designing we both went on pinterest for what an hour or two one night yeah and so we were each pinning not like like it it was like battlefield up in here computers back to back you can't look at each other's stuff or make comments Uh because it needed to be truly what I liked, what you liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when we were done, we looked through the boards and found some, we had some images that we both had. Yeah. That was huge. We were like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there were some images that were like, I would look at his and be like, I hate that. And he would look at mine and say he hated that. So we would get rid of those images entirely. Yep. And then there were some that there was overlap. So Or elements that we could take from one to the other. And right. Complimentary. And items. I think that that is the best way yeah, to try yeah. and kind of figure out how your styles complement one another and what you're trying to achieve. And I know we've presented me as having a lot of hard stances on here, but I usually defer to what you want in general. Yes, but Matt is saying that and trying to sound so sweet in the moment. No, not, no. He's not saying it too That's not sweet. why I'm saying it either, right. because we have done a lot of things where if I feel strongly about something... Oftentimes, we will go that direction simply because I don't put my input in on a lot of things, too. Right. So that's where we found our balance. Yes, but I don't feel like it's a good balance re- that I would You're regretting it now? With. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I have okay. a lot of things that I regret doing that way because you don't necessarily think about a finished product whenever you're no. uh, dead set on things. And so then I just have a new like wrench to like work around in my overall like, you know. Give an example. I don't want to because I don't want to hurt your feelings. No, give an example. You're going to have your feelings hurt. Well, that's great. That's good for podcasts. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Uh, For example, the curtains that are behind us Uh are a very good example of something I despise in our house despise that's so strong yeah no yeah. i really i okay what, what do you despise about them tell me more um matt really wanted curtain tracks mm-hmm. 
and uh, gotten a lot of compliments on these curtain tracks. I think lots they look of people terrible. really like them. I I, <laughs> I think they look terrible. I really do. And you know what? Here's the thing. Uh-huh. I don't think curtain tracks are bad, and I think the curtain tracks that he put in can look really good. I think Matt's not doing the finishing work to make them look how they should. Oh, okay. That's my hot take. You have issues with how the curtains are themselves are hung on the tracks. Absolutely. Not the track installation, correct? I don't know because I can't tell. Okay. Interesting. To me, I I don't know. I don't want to say I don't think I have a problem with the tracks because I've seen lots of pictures online of tracks mm-hmm. that I like. Yeah. So I think that that is what it is that I don't like how the curtains are hung on them, but I genuinely don't know because I, whenever they got put up, you told me. <laughs> See, I'm hurting Matt's feelings. Nope. He's smiling. No, this is good. This is good. Because you Smile guys through are the pain. here. <laughs> and it's hurting his feelings. But uh, they never got adjusted the way that you said that they would. Said that they could. You said you would do it. Okay. <laughs> I, can, I can do it, but I've tried to get input you from you on this as well. You didn't say I can do it. I said it could be done. Oh, hey, Zeus, send this clip to our therapist. Uh, That's an example, though. And I I don't mind the color of the curtains. I don't mind. But to me, where you pick the color of the curtains. Yeah, no, no. That's what I was saying. It's like, that's not it. But I feel like what's happened now is I can't proceed with our bedroom space because I don't know how to fix the curtains in order to make them look how I would want a track to look. Uh, and then I just get frustrated because I'm like, well, if we just would have hung regular curtain rods, I know how those work and I know how to do that. So yeah. I could have done it. But you can't figure these out. No. These are beyond you. No, I've read. So I've switched the way those hooks are on those things like a dozen times and they still hang like this and look. <laughs> <laughs> they look so bad and it makes it so hard to do anything in here. You have some paralysis around that kind of thing as well. Because I want things done right. And I've never lived in a home where things are done right. Because everything in my home has always been a DIY project. Because I can't afford to pay people to (laughs) do things the way that I want to. Because have you ever gotten a quote for curtains, guys? Mm -hmm. I got a quote for curtains and stuff. They're like $15,000. For like this room. Yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. And so maybe for that reason I'm plagued, but... (laughs) like to always have this was probably five hundred dollars crappy curtains but i i don't know other diy people do it and make it look beautiful i mean yeah but whenever i diy it looks like a trash well to be fair you didn't diy this i diy'd it well i did the hooks and i looked up like three or four different methods of doing it and rehung them up and every time it looks bad i don't feel like they've been rehooked recently not recently. No, I finally no. gave up and now I just lay awake at night thinking about <laughs> <laughs> the curtains. Man, I hope this podcast is useful to somebody. <laughs> I don't know how, but oh, or you're getting entertainment out of it. At we've the very gotten a least. complete sidetrack of but I think the part that I'm mildly so, proud of these curtains, but I, or I was. Tracks, I was. The tracks do look really good. Like you did a really good job installing the tracks if there are no curtains on them. They don't look great without curtains on them. They're kind of a little just blank, but sure. Well, I've yet to see curtains installed on them correctly. Well, 
I'm not a curtain man. I'm a track man. But your tracks, like he cut them to where they perfect, they're seamless. Like they, I, they look... I did a good job with these tracks, I would say. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Had we known we were going to do tracks, there is actually a way that you can recess them into the ceiling that would be even better looking. But, you know, that requires a little much, especially on this side of things. Okay. And, and this is where we have trouble with me just saying, <laughs> I just said yes to tracks because Matt... What? Because we couldn't decide on on rods. We also have some very large spans. I'd like it to be known publicly that I already had the rods I wanted to use in here what? all picked out. I was going to use the same ones we used at the last house. I loved our curtains at the last house. Oh, okay. But you wanted to do tracks. Okay. okay. Which is fine. Okay, guys, see? We're not great at always agreeing. No, we're perfect at it. What are you listening to? <laughs> this sounds awesome. You wanted to know something in our house. I did. I did. <laughs> you I just didn't know it was going to be right in my face <laughs> and that I was going to have to look at it the whole podcast. Again, Matt installed the tracks beautifully, but the the I wish that we could show you like that we could pan the camera. So I'll mm -hmm. take a picture so that you guys can see what we're talking about. Sure. But oh, maybe this will inspire you to adjust the Finally, curtains on them. You want them ripple fold. Right. But I can't get more of these curtains. So Well, we have one more panel. But we might need another panel. Should I go back to eBay? See if I can find another no, I'm person. No, I'm not doing that. Selling a set. Maybe somebody that lives in another country can order them for us. We, we do have a lot of listeners then, somewhere else. And then ship them to us. We get them imported from Ikea like Ikea stopped Australia. selling this color uh, in the United States. Yeah, they're Ikea curtains. They're not anything fancy. But, but I like them. We had the white version of yeah. these at our last house. And they held up great. They mm -hmm. look great. Yeah. They just need to be like steamed and they've got all the loops set. to do the yeah the pinch pleat stuff guys i think that we have all the right tools so maybe it's not your mm -hmm. i here's here's where i get frustrated though with letting you make a decision and uh <laughs> deferring to you no i just want it to be helpful i want it to be full circle to what we were talking okay. about is a lot of times in our relationship when matt does voice an opinion like wanting tracks. curtain tracks mm -hmm. I tend to defer to him and be like, great, we'll do curtain tracks, even if it's not like something I'm stoked about, because you rarely voice things being important to you. So if you voice it, yes, I consider it to be of the utmost importance. <laughs> and so I don't necessarily think in this situation it is the look of curtain tracks that is my issue. It's that you never follow through to like the completed look of a curtain track and how it's yes. supposed to mm -hmm. look. Mm -hmm. And so then since it's not my style and my thing and my choice, I don't know what I'm supposed to do to make them look finished. I just know this isn't right. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm just stuck with your half-assed job. <laughs> you know, whereas if we would have done curtains the way that we did them at the last house, mm -hmm. I already know how that works. Sure. I already know how they go up. I already know the right, xyz and mm -hmm. so i i knew what it would look like and i knew it would be good it's kind of like you whenever you go to a restaurant yeah mm -hmm. except for the person like you said that it would be okay for me to pick a new restaurant if i was in charge right sure but what if i just pulled into the <laughs> the parking lot and was like all right matt you gotta go in and do it all happy birthday <laughs> you wouldn't like that very much would you i wouldn't no Full circle, full, full circle. Oh. I think they're going to look really good once we get them done. 2025. 
<laughs> I also would like to get automated uh, bl- like blinds or window coverings in here. And I think that would help a lot because then we wouldn't be using our drapes as window coverings all the time. Gotcha. You don't want automated drapes. I would love automated drapes. You didn't okay. put automated ones in, though. No, but they make little robots you can put behind the ends that oh, wow. run the tracks. We're going to have little robots. No, they do. That's part of why little I did tracks. Robots, is cause little, like, little robots. Well, you can do that with normal curtain rods, too, but they make ones for tracks. Cool. I didn't. Okay. Matt always has a lot of reasons why he does things. I don't doubt that he has lots of reasons. It's just that a lot of the things that we do things for... It's kind of like making decisions on your house based on the resale value for uh-huh. an imaginary person. We make a lot of decisions based on imaginary things we might want to do someday <laughs> rather than what I want right now. Yeah. Well, there's there's a middle ground to that. You should plan ahead, but also maybe make decisions based on the, the you you know now. Do you think that's ADHD? Uh, it's something. It's, it's neuro. I just think it's interesting because you don't like to think about the future at all, except for... No, no, no. I don't like to think about the future specifically. I like to give myself all of the options in the future. I like to, like, I don't want to make a decision now and I don't want to make a decision later, but I want to have all the decisions open to me then, if that makes sense. I don't want to close off my path. That, like, no wonder you're anxious. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> No, it's, you know, it's a, it's avoiding decisions. And so you give yourself all of the options. Oh, man. So you can make the easy decision later. Babe, I'm so sorry. It's fine. That sounds horrible. It's fine. Like, it just sounds so stressful. Well, it's stressful to cut off your options early, too. Maybe you want that option later. Yeah, but, like, what, tell me what it means to have an option cut off. You put in the wrong kind of track, and then you can't do a look you want later, right. for example. Okay. Solution. Take Redo the track it. down. No. No. <laughs> Huge mistake. Now you've wasted the track. You've wasted your time. No. Terrible You don't choice. think this is wasting your time? Nope. Nope. You need to do hours of research on the front end to save yourself hours of work later. Okay. Yep. Okay. Anyway. That makes <laughs> sense. Don't worry about it. Uh, other things that we did to try and create a home together, which apparently you're learning didn't go as well as you thought. Uh, we listed non-negotiables before we started the project. Yeah. We didn't have a lot of them. No. For me, I wanted a dual shower head mm-hmm. shower. Uh, that was really about Bathtub? It. I wanted a bathtub. You're a bathtub girly. I wanted uh, a, a good outdoor area. As many windows as you could get. And I wanted as many windows as I could get. Which, again, we were in charge of. Yeah. So not... What did you want? Ooh, what did I want? Pot filler. Didn't know. I no, didn't I want a wanted a pot filler. I was going to say, you wanted a pot filler. We almost put a pot filler. So a lot of times you'll see, especially on Pinterest houses and whatnot, pot fillers for your dogs, for like dog bowls. And we put in a dog bowl area. And we almost put a pot filler there because we had a in. water line to do it. And... We are very glad we didn't because we realized all that was doing was putting a plumbing fixture at the height of a toddler. Yeah. Where a toddler could go, oh, cool, water, you know, spout. And then they could just turn that on. And And pot fillers really put water water out. out, That's just like opening the main line to your house out. And so a lot of anxiety would be had with a pot filler. Yeah, we chose against that. 
And so now we just, you know, walk our bowls to the There the were sink. things that you wanted, though. Oh, let me think. Big fridge and freezer. Yep. I wanted a big fridge and freezer yep. in the house. You got that? I didn't care if it was like a big 60-inch unit Matt loves side by the side. idea of, and maybe someday in our future, if we ever <laughs> do another home, Matt wants like one of those 72-inch uh, yeah, I'd love a wall of refrigerator freezer. Yeah. I don't need it to be paneled. Ours are paneled now, which is pretty. They need to be finished, paneled. That's a different story. Um, but yeah, I just love having a giant stainless wall of all refrigerator yeah. freezer right in front of me. And part of that is because, and I really have been enjoying the column freezer that we need to clear a lot of breast milk out of but and put that in the chest freezer. But the nice part of having the column fridge and freezer is that I can see what's in there and when I can see it, I can use it. So a lot of times we would end up with like, I'd put meat in a drawer in the freezer and then I would forget it in there because I would lose it in the bottom. And I have a friend uh, from high school that her parents at their house have a whole wall of Mm -hmm. fridge freezer. And then one of them's glass. Yeah. And And so it was really cool. You know, I have a problem with object permanence, and so out of sight, out of mind. And so if it's counter depth and I can see everything there, uh, I don't lose it as bad. I don't forget to use it, and it goes bad. Checks out. So, yeah, uh, fridge freezer was big for me. Um, I don't know that I had, like, specifics around the oven, just like I wanted a nice kitchen. And the Most house we were doing were kind of demand, yeah. Uh, the house we were doing, the, the size it is and doing it really nicely, you want to have a good kitchen because whoever, if you do sell that house down the road, you kind of want it to match the rest of the house. And so we made some of the decisions there like, hey, if we're going to do a house that looks like this, we should have a kitchen that fits the space. Yeah. What else? What else did I want? I, I don't think either of us had any like super Well, I can think lines. of like with our last house, I really wanted to plan out um, some of the networking and like the speakers and a lot of that stuff. I actually did that less with this house because we were just so busy because I did a lot of it myself. And so I ran in our last house, I put conduit in the walls so I could run speaker wire later so that I could have speakers either in the walls or without wires running everywhere. So I wanted to plan a lot of the network infrastructure, which is just something that interests me personally. And in this house, I, I did a couple things so that I could work on it later, but I could have done a lot more to make it easy or to pre-do it before the house was done. So if that's something that's interesting to you. The last bit of advice I was going to give to people who are Mm -hmm. trying to blend styles is figure out and kind of deem people captains of each space. Yeah. So like for Matt, he had the final say on anything in the kitchen. Yeah. It's not that we didn't talk to each other or try to negotiate, but if there was something that we were unsure of and we just like kind of came to a standstill on it, Matt got final say in the kitchen. I got final say in our primary bathroom. Yeah. Et cetera. So that really helps us to kind of like... You were our windows and light and bathroom. I was electrical and kitchen and utilities a lot of times, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. The only one that I think we ran into kind of a hard... That we had to come to a decision together was our doorknobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our door handles were really hard for us to make a decision on. Like the style of them? Uh, the, the style of them and then the ones that we ended up actually selecting because they mm-hmm. were expensive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we couldn't decide on whether to invest in them or not. And mm-hmm. both of us didn't have an opinion. And there wasn't a... Yeah. So that was... I think that's maybe the only thing. We didn't fight over it or anything. No. It was just... We are, again, we are very 
collaborative for the most part. That is one good thing that even when our when we disagree, we try to come to a really positive outcome or we try to get to somewhere where everyone feels like they were at least heard, even if it didn't go the direction they wanted. Yeah. And that way you can say, I told you so later. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, you're right. That's good. It's good. It's important to, to, to voice your opinions on this stuff. All and right. so I'm not great at that, but we're, we'll continue we're getting better. house next week. Bad dad, mean mom. Sure. Bad dad, mean mom. Any big, any big moments we've been, it's, it's getting warmer out. We're having to remember sunscreen better. We're learning about sunscreen. Yeah. She had a, not like she was sunburnt, but she came in a little pink mm-hmm. a couple, like a week ago. And so we've been really honing in on sunscreen and sunscreen application. Yeah. And I ordered, my friend B had this sunscreen applicator thing and it's like backordered on Amazon. Oh so yeah. So it won't get here till like the end of May, but things sick. I'm excited about it. I ordered it and it's going to help us be great parents. Yeah. Which is good. We need all the help we can get. Yeah. We had to teach uh, G all about not throwing mulch directly into the air. Yeah. Yeah, part of the yard work experience, especially now that we have a, a very mobile toddler, is uh, we and you know not throwing the dirt and messing with the tools too much and being safe. Yeah, safety. So we're getting there. We didn't yeah. do anything too crazy this week that I. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Our kid dad. doesn't have any injuries or anything that are springing to mind this week. So. No. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no injuries. Yeah, I, th- I think she's intact. Oh. We talked about the messy jelly hands. Yeah. But I think that yeah, was yeah. good dad, not bad dad. Again, I'm I'm trying my hardest out here. Yeah. It just requires, you know, steering against every natural instinct that I have. Fair enough. Greg's Reads of the Week. Greg yeah. is my dad. We rate articles that he sends us throughout the week on a scale of one to five on how much anxiety they give us. And really, I should say zero to five because sometimes we say it gives us no anxiety. But yeah. Uh, a scale of zero to five, and uh, yeah, we have some good reads this Should week. Should we rock and roll? Yeah, you tell us. For financial planning success now, start by looking at the past. That sentence really got me. <laughs> uh, two out of five. Yeah, one out of five. Okay. It, it's just a very vague title to me. I, I know, and I feel like it used words that I don't freak out about, which I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely could click on that. I didn't. I didn't read this one. I read a lot of these. But you're open to it. I'm open to it. Sure. You're not anti. Yep. Yeah, one one out of five. Start by looking at the past. I don't know. know, Just it is what it is. Psychologists issue health advisory for teens and social media. Like a four out of five. Okay. It's like a two, maybe three out of five for me. I read this one. You know, I'm not a teenager anymore. So I know, but you're a parent. Yeah, but like our kid's a little ways from being a teenager. We got a decade. I just don't agree. Okay. Fair. I feel like it's going to be here overnight, and this is one of my greatest anxieties of parenthood is that people are so absorbed into their technology, and I think it's a really hard balance of teaching kids and people to be their own people and exist with a, in their own hobbies and balance it with the use of technology because there is a line where i feel like it's really useful to know and understand how to use it as a tool but it's so addicting yeah and you can use it as a a platform to build a community around your interests and meet with other people that have the same but it can also create feedback loops and all kinds of other issues that go into that and so it was the article was about how the rates of depression and like also are so high because of social anyway it was interesting yeah 
I also think as we just continue to uh, reduce our immediate needs that all of a sudden we get very emotional. Yeah. Pain feelings. Yeah. I agree. When you're not worried about survival, all of a sudden you, you get in your feels. Yeah. You have time to think about a lot of things that yeah. aren't survival. Life, existence, yeah. where, where we are and yep. everything. Okay. You want to tell us more or? <laughs> <laughs> just, just keep rambling. I'm a 102-year-old doctor. Here's the number one thing. The healthiest and happiest people I know never do. Two out of five? I don't know. Just the, the never do part seems like, oh, you're a bad person. You know, a little shaming. But uh, oh. 102, I, I don't want to live that long. It didn't give me anxiety. I read it. Uh, okay. And I thought it was interesting. It talked about the thing that people that are happy never do is hold on to things. Hold on to like physical things, hold no, on to both, emotional, everything. mental things. Literally yeah. everything. It's like. Just let it all go. Yep. Okay. They like don't let things emotionally, like they, they don't, they're not petty. Sure. Yeah. They're, they're not uh, holding on to things. Yeah. And I thought that was good. I was like, okay. And they get rid of their clutter. Yeah. Makes sense. Let it go. The clutter part. Yeah. Is let the, it go. Oh, okay. Are we singing? Yeah. I don't know. Can't hold it back anymore. Can you just feel the people just unsubscribing from this podcast as we sing. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. 25 gardening products that have been, that have rave reviews for a reason. This gets a zero out of five and a hundred out of 10 for me being excited to receive yeah. the article. Yeah. It was a BuzzFeed article. We had, I, we had actually several of the things that were listed out. Yeah. I saw. I, I a hori hori was the first yeah, thing. Yeah, that was, was number like, one. I have a hori hori. Yeah, you say you stay strapped with that hori hori. I do. You, you travel with it. I do. Self what defense. If? You never know. Yeah, because it is just like a big knife that you can also dig with. So uh, it's technically a garden tool that you can kind of. It was a good article. It had lots of fun little things. I want to install our beautiful uh, hose outside. Yeah, where you do you want it? Is it front or back? It's back. I'm gonna put it next to okay. over there. That's fine. I didn't know. If the, I didn't know where I would have started installing it. I thought you might have wanted it up front, but I no, didn't know. I want it out back. Okay. Sorry, I just thought of that. Do as we, we need like a big. If you've never super... heard of the brand Garden Glory, they have really beautiful garden products. Yes, really expensive garden products. Yeah, they are really <laughs> expensive, but they're beautiful. If you thought ec- ethical tile was expensive. Then just wait until you get to garden glory. Yeah. Tools. Aesthetic gardening tools might be for you as well. Oh, yeah. fair. Valid. If you love super expensive tile, you're going to love super expensive gardening tools. Oh, this is why I'll mm. never have curtains. Yeah. Cause we spend all our money on gardening tools. I'll never have custom curtains because I have a beautiful outdoor <laughs> space. You know, you pick and you choose. We have a, a mega expensive hose. Yep. <laughs> Is it even more functional than? No, it's actually probably less functional. It's no, just it's like just a hook beautiful. on the wall. But it looks great. Yeah, you get it. You got we a, could put any hose we wanted with it. Why would you but, put an ugly hose with a, your really nice hook? I don't think it's a bad hose. No, I don't think it's. I no, I just mean like it you doesn't have like a crank. Sound like oh, like it does. Oh, like it doesn't yeah. have additional functionality. No, 
It's it's just beautiful. Yeah, and I do believe it's a quality product. Yes, but it's not a hyper functional product. No, it's not doing something. It's not like if a self reeling. Our house would all be just hyper functional, no aesthetics. <laughs> no, not no aesthetics. I would try and hide everything I can. We'd live in a concrete box that was hyper functional. I again, I don't want it all sticking out places. I just again, I will spend a lot of time automating something that I could walk across the room to do by hand. It's very annoying. <laughs> it's not very functional at this point either because I have not sat down and put the time in it to actually... It used to be really functional because I could talk and like all of our lights were and controlled that way. And I haven't even put way, that functionality and in. And all that stuff. Now I just have to say, hey, Matt, will you turn our <laughs> lights off? Because I can't figure out the light switches. And then it takes him like 10 minutes to turn them off because he gets distracted. Or my like, server's gone you know? down. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. There's... <laughs> I've made it very tech. Again, I have all the options, but it turns out it's going to take a lot of time to make them streamlined for regular people to use that aren't me. Yeah. Great. I'm not sure I understand. Me either. Sorry. Siri wanted to chime in there. Oh, all right. All oh, right final all one. Right. Final one. Yes. The breathing technique that could reduce your risk of Alzheimer's. Uh, like 15 out of five. I was like, yeah, two or three out of five. That gives like, me a lot of anxiety. Like, am I breathing wrong and I'm going to get Alzheimer's because of it? That's, well, that's my concern. Immediately I was like, are everything I could possibly get because <laughs> I'm just doing little things wrong? Probably. Like breathing. Yeah. Walking. Yeah. Thinking. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. Make sure you're doing it right or your brain's going to turn into jelly. Is that what Alzheimer's does? <laughs> about to say i didn't know that part no no that's no jelly brain <laughs> i feel like your brain's already kind of like jelly isn't it uh, no. more like a jello jello yeah brains are wild that'll give me anxiety thinking about it. so we're Don't, just gonna yeah move let's on not to think too much mails. about brains brains voicemails you're using your brain song. to think about your brain oh. voicemails Doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. nice Hey, Joe and Matt. I love your podcast. Um, my name's Bianca. I listen to your podcast pretty regularly. Just found them recently because of TikTok. Um, my husband and I are been married about two years, and we are really coming into the season of life of thinking about kids. And I just wanted to know what your best advice would be for having kids. Uh, we would like two to three, but we aren't really sure. Um, we're both kind of nervous, but also excited to have children um, and just would like some advice. Thanks. You don't have to know how many you want. No. Start with one. Start work with your one way. and work your way to If you're more. lucky enough to have one, think about another one. You can make the decision as you go. You don't have to have all three at one time. Yeah. You can, I guess, technically, but yeah. cross yeah. that bridge when you get there as yeah, well. Yeah, if you find out you're having three at once, I mean, wow. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's just a big decision. I think the biggest bit of advice I have is to make sure that you and your significant other are in a good place financially and emotionally. Yes. And I think the excited part is big. Yeah, you too. It's natural to be nervous about it. You definitely both want to be excited about it. You want to be, you want to feel capable of taking on the challenge. Yep. I think that's much more important than 
Because I don't know if you'll ever feel 100% ready, but you want to feel capable. I think it's normal to feel nervous about it because it just is a big life change. Well, it's a complete so, shift in how you operate. Regardless, I don't. I, I think that that means that you are in a good place to be a parent. If mm-hmm. the idea of being a parent makes you kind of nervous, that means you're grasping it. Yes. Yeah, because it's it's not something we ever want to downplay. It is a radical change and a huge responsibility, and it's not something that is just easily reversible right like it is a, a permanent change to how you live and how you operate it's a great time though it's it's wonderful love it but you you want to feel capable of can i take this on and will my partner be there to support me or can i take this on myself you know whatever whatever yeah. your situation is but i agree the more you can feel capable i think that's the best feeling you can have going in and thank you for listening we're happy to have yeah, you here absolutely Hi, Matt and Joe. My name is Summer. I'm 18 years old and I'm from um, Oregon. Um, I'm currently at work right now. So if you hear water in the background, it's just the washing machine. I'm a housekeeper. So just be aware. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, I have been thinking about becoming a nanny and I'm pretty sure you guys said that you have a nanny. I don't know if it's a nanny actually, or if it's just a babysitter. Um, But yeah, so I was just wondering if you guys had any tips on how to start out. Um, I've been thinking about becoming one. I don't really have that much experience just besides babysitting when I was younger for my sister and my mom's friends. And so I don't know if I should get some experience under my belt before or if I should just go ahead first and just kind of see what I get and just ask around for families or if I should go through an agency. And I was wondering if you guys had any tips on what you guys did for the interview process for your nanny, what you guys were expecting from her or him or them. Um, Yeah, so I was just wondering that kind of thing. Um, It would be great if you guys could give me some tips. And the podcast is wonderful. Thank you. Keep it up. Hi. Yay. Yeah, Yeah, we have a nanny. Yes. Uh, And she's wonderful. And her education is in early childhood development. And then she also has, I believe, some certifications in Montessori. Yeah. Uh, and she'd worked in preschools before. I don't know if there are certifications for that or if she just worked. Experience. And I don't know. I'm not sure. Like There's probably certifications. Yeah I, yeah. I don't know. I didn't look into it that deeply. It was yeah. very obvious during our interview process that she had a lot of knowledge. That she knew what she was talking uh, about. And... So I guess I'll kind of start there with our interview process. We interviewed quite a few different Mm -hmm. people. And in our interview with the nanny that we selected, uh, she just expressed a lot of confidence and situational awareness of how we wanted like different things handled. Because we kind of gave some examples of like, if this were to happen, how do you think you would respond and X, Y, Z. And I felt like she had really structured answers that were based from experience. And she also worked in a daycare setting for a really long time. Uh, And so I think that that was also helpful to me in her uh, interview process. So I think my best advice would be to go out and get more experience through working in a daycare situation or somehow getting more certifications. Well, uh, yeah, that my thought on this is I think it's going to vary a lot with who, like, how many kids are you talking about taking care of? Whose kids are you taking care of? How old are the kids? Are these, is it, are they one and two? Are they five and eight? 
whatever the situation is, I think it's going to vary a lot on the ages and the experience and what your relationship to the family is. And there's a lot of things like that because somebody maybe is just looking for a babysitter for, you know, kids that are six and eight for the summer, whatever it is. Yeah. You're going to have to understand the situation. No, we just hired. We uh, don't have expertise in the nanny field. Yeah. We're simply clients of. Yes. And our, the, the person that we use is awesome and she has lots of education and experience the more education and experience you can have on the subject, the better. But and I'm sure the better you can get paid, too. Yeah, yeah. But if somebody's just looking for someone to watch their one kid and they've got a good idea, then That's there may be a great started. fit for you. And so if there's families or friends that you have that are just looking for somebody and that's and you're somebody they trust and you think you can do a good job, and maybe you start that way. Maybe you start in a preschool, like you said. Maybe you just, just do... Uh, Research and learn more about Montessori because that's always great. And then you can yeah. have great tools. But yeah, the more experience you have, the better you can understand it. I don't okay. know if that's helpful or not, but... Get CPR certified. Yeah. I'd say that's a huge one. Yep. Yeah, the more you can do to, to make someone feel comfortable that you can safely and um, thoughtfully watch their children, I think the better suited you are for it. I agree. Matt and Joe, my name's Ella. I'm from Michigan, like on the Michigan-Indiana border. Um, my question for you isn't really something that's like advice, just a little bit more fun. Um, but if you could travel anywhere in the world um, with your kids or without your kids, where would you choose to go? I love you both so much and love the pod. Keep it up. You go first. Anywhere in the world. Should we do with and without our kids? Yeah. I think um, I think Europe with our kids would be fun. Okay. Because I think it's very like child oriented. I just saw somebody that took their kids to Portugal and like you can cut all the lines to the landmarks if you have kids that are under a certain age. And so they just are like, yeah, you have a family. Just go to the front of the line and go to all the landmarks and do all the stuff. And it looked awesome. Okay. And so I think Europe with the kids because it's very... I'm sitting friendly. here hearing this. I'm like, all right, let's start planning. <laughs> like, okay. What? They were doing like 30 days in Portugal or yeah, something. Like, I was like, whoa, that's a long time. We should time. go. Okay. We have the careers that we could I guess totally we do have the flexibility. That. That, like, yeah. I, we should we be do. planning something like that. Uh, Australia with kids. Yeah. With kids? I was yeah. thinking Australia maybe without kids. No, Australia with kids. Okay. Uh, Bali it's a longer flight. without kids. <laughs> okay, fair. Bali without kids. Fair. Or the Matthews without kids. Yeah. yeah. So islands without the kids. Yeah. And just Australia uh, with them. Yeah. Yeah. I, if I'm going, like, whatever I think of Bali or, like, those kinds of, I'm thinking, not that the, the kids, I'm sure, would have a blast. It's mm-hmm. not that. It's just, I'm thinking, like, a it's mom for and relaxation dad trip to, like, chill. Yeah. Yeah. You just want to, you want to not be thinking about anything. So. Yeah. And that is the thing with kids. You can't, you really shouldn't not be thinking like they should be in the back of the mind at all pretty times. often. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't just be checked out for large swaths of time, which yeah. I believe is the idea if we're going to Bali or the Maldives. Right. Just check out. Yep. Hang out. What about you without kids? I was I was going to say like Australia or that area without okay. kids. Partially cuz that's a long ass flight. Yeah. That's I yeah. You can that, get to Europe not that long. But I'm envisioning that if this is the trip that I could do anything and mm-hmm, like I'm mm-hmm. thinking of money's not a I'm like first Supersonic class. Jet. Oh no. Yeah. 
I was like first class flying us to Australia. Got it. In my mind. Put the kids in coach. We go first class. Yep. Hire the nanny to come along. Yep. She'd probably be stoked. I mean, yeah, that would be great. It's less hiring, more paying for. That yeah. would be the... But yeah, no no limits, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Australia. Yep. Somewhere far away. Somewhere far away. Yeah. We're traveling next week. We are traveling next week. Not to Australia. No. Much shorter flight. Much shorter flight. Not nearly as exciting, but no. that's okay. It's all right. It's not all about excitement. Doo-doo. I still don't feel good. That's why I feel like I'm pretty... My, my mood's pretty mellow on the you're, podcast. You're really chopping through weeks. this thing. You're, you're, you're pushing it. I am. I don't... I, I'm <laughs> struggling, guys. I'm hoping that next episode I'm going to hop on here chipper and be like, I'm feeling better. Yeah. Doop, doop. There you go. Doop, doop. I don't think that's going to happen. On, on that note, doop, doop. Doop, doop. And if you want to know, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Follow we'll us. See you next follow week. us in all the places. Yeah. We Do love all the y'all. things. Rate, review. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, whatever. I don't know. Those are all things, right? Yeah, sure. Sounds, Bye. Sounds like something. Bye.